And it's been what three years since COVID, and every single time it's still the same question: as I was like, can you hear me? Can you hear me not? It's like a team radio thing, always. Yeah, this is where Lando Norris normally ends up singing a song. At least he, the the avatar he was racing in last year, where you could probably score a podium. Maybe he can <laughs> sing a song this year. But this is our first Twitter Spaces. My goodness. Yeah, very very random. But again, it's just about as random as the announcement of Aston Martin and Honda. So I think we can be excused about how obscure the timing of this is. But it's happening, Kunal. I, I it's finally. Somehow going to happen again. Aston Martin, Honda. It's again another manufacturer collaboration. And I think first up, the one big thing that I'm so confused about is: Will Honda let Alonso drive? Or will he even be around till that point? That's that's a great point. And you know, Honda has just had an official conference and press release, all of that. And listen, everybody will officially say. We don't mind Fernando driving. We love Alonso. We do this. We do that, etc. And that's fair because did we ever hear Mercedes say that we won't let Fernando drive one of our Mercedes-powered cars? I mean, they literally relaxed their rules from this year or last year when they actually didn't yeah. have an issue with Aston Martin hiring Fernando Alonso. Honda's, of course, said the past is the past. Alonso's a genius. That's the official line. But remember, when he was racing in the Indy car just a couple of years ago, he actually had a Chevrolet-powered engine because yeah. nobody publicly said that he couldn't race a Honda-powered engine. Either way, we are speculating. We are just asking the question that's on everybody's minds. We will never know the answer till we reach 2026, whether or not Fernando Alonso will be around, would he want to be around, Will he continue to race with a Honda-powered engine? Will Honda drive him into retirement again? Or will he drive Honda to <laughs> the successes that they have been hoping for, planning for, for all this time? So lots of questions that will get answered. But some of the interesting dynamic here is, even if Alonso doesn't race, he still plans to retire and join Aston Martin as management. So Honda is definitely going to be around and then Alonso will also be around outside of the cockpit on the pit wall, maybe, if not in the cockpit. Oh, God, that's going to be even worse. And you know what I'm actually worried about? It's the fact that whenever Honda joins hands with another another team, and, and this has happened in the past as well, the integration is such a tricky part because they have a different style of working and everything. And remember, Aston Martin as a team, in whatever iteration you look at them, they've never quite had any factory partnership ever. So it's also the first time they're exploring a proper engine manufacturer just working for them. And I'm just so curious to see, okay, can they work it out really? Like, is this something that's not going to be a major management headache? Of course it will be, but the integration fascinates me. And also, if Alonso will be in a management role at that time, just how do things work out then? But have you noticed this interesting part, Kunal, that manufacturers these days don't mind collaborating with other manufacturers? Like when we had Andretti come up with their Formula One bid, it was meant to be Andretti Cadillac. But remember, Cadillac wasn't supplying the engine, so it was meant to be Andretti Cadillac Renault. Like two manufacturers colliding. So I, I find it to be quite fun how things are working these days. You know, when the going is great, everybody wants their own share of pie in Formula One. They have their own budgets that they come with, and this is what Formula One is enabled. I mean, you know, that's that's a great thing. I mean, we have seen, you know, even in road cars, a certain manufacturer build the chassis and a certain manufacturer put the power unit. But now we, we've not, yeah. Formula One has done that for a long time. And then, of course, there's a rebadging that happens on all of that. But 
Now, from 2026, there are going to be six manufacturer teams in Formula One. Mm. Wow, which I think is fantastic. And the, the strange part is, of course, you know, there is, we will have soon news later in the year about whether the 11th and a 12th team will get added and what their status is and so on. But at the moment, McLaren and Williams, the stars of the yesteryears, the the, the most dominant teams, you know, of the 80s, 90s, uh, don't have a works deal in place yet. And imagine, yeah, you know, you're a works team team principal in 2026. Then you are actually sixth of all the work teams, works teams. So it's it's going to be a hot title race, I would say. I hope it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. What so many teams having factory support. There's no word on how good the Red Bull Ford partnership might be. Nobody knows if this engine formula is going to work out for Audi as well. Even with Honda, I think there is some certainty, right? And I think if you were Aston Martin Kunal, Honda would make the most sense. I mean, you're getting a manufacturer all to yourself. Title-winning manufacturer, let's be honest, it seems like they're also going to be on track to win 2023 as an engine manufacturer too. So, all in all, with the new factory, with Fernando Alonso, it's a good deal. The only light part of this partnership now seems like the driver and I don't know, large store, uh, factory driver, Kunal? Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, it's his father's team, whatever. He's already in a factory role, if he, he may think of it that way. And most people do, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, a couple of history points. Jordan never had a works deal, like you pointed out, but they did run Muke and Honda engines in the late 90s. I remember oh, that, yeah. the buzzing Hornets and that that deal. Also, the current Aston Martin deal, uh, the engine supply deal that they have at Mercedes, was in fact signed by Vijay Malia for the Force India team back in 2009. So mm. that's a deal that sort of stayed on for so long. But we should wrap up. Uh, this basis just with one one thought in our heads and everybody's heads. Yes, we are speculating on Alonso will drive or not. But let's remember, Aston Martin is also thinking of what's life after Alonso. Today, the Aston yeah. Martin package seems so much more interesting because Alonso is the only driver delivering those podiums, delivering those magical finishes. Imagine if it wasn't Alonso, they wouldn't have had podiums. Then the value of Honda partnering with Aston Martin wouldn't be as much and Aston Martin wouldn't be able to price themselves as high as they probably are going yep. to or already have done so. So there is Alonso that's then brought them here. Now with a works deal, they need to go a step further after Alonso because let's face it, Alonso is not going to be here racing 10 years, at least <laughs> that's what one would imagine. Hey, so, no. Yeah, so what? why? Why do you think so? Because, you know, at some point, either he will be forced to consider his age or he will consider his age and there will be a plum management role and an ambassadorial deal, etc. that will fall in place. That's my... I disagree, Kunal. No, no, what do you no, no, no. I disagree. He's going to be around forever. He's going to be around. You can't get rid of Fernando. He's just a young driver, third season only in Formula 1. Come on. Yeah, the only way to get rid of Fernando, maybe it's just the exit way. Maybe the only way to get rid of Fernando Alonso is to give him a Honda GP2 engine and then you know, have the whole thing, whole thing unfolds. But I'm going to leave it with one more speculation. In this whole mm -hmm. serious talk of you know driver uh, succession, etc., at least at the moment, there are two current very upset drivers on the grid. One is Charles Leclerc. You know, there have been rumors about him and Mercedes already, which haven't been refuted completely. And there's Lando Norris, for example. Uh, 
you know, 2026 mm-hmm. is far away. We don't know what Alonso and Stroll's status is going to be. Will Leclerc win something? Will, you know, uh, will Audi be able to poach Norris? So many questions. So I, I definitely think Aston Martin is already at the moment thinking of doing driver signings for 2026, most definitely, because they will need an A-class mm-hmm. driver, A-lister driver to take them forward with the new Engine Works partnership. It's going to be interesting, but there's only one last question on my mind, and I'm going to put you on the slot for this one, Kunal. Okay, Honda are coming back. So, by which year are Honda going to leave again? <laughs> I'm saying 2030 already. <laughs> Slap bang. They're behaving like as they always have done. Like uh, any college person who's getting into a relationship for the first time, like, hey, I like you today, today I don't. Today I like you, today I don't. It's it's like a choice, like be there or don't. So, what's why, why your, be such an emotional kid? Your guess one? is as good as mine or anyone's, but let's hope they stay on for <laughs> longer because Honda is an exciting brand. The new rules have definitely fallen in a place where manufacturers are super interested. You know, they're happy to, uh, you know, have multiple manufacturers in one team, etc. So let's hope Honda is here to stay and maybe Yuki Sonoda or Ayumi Iwasa. I love how the Japanese love and come yeah. and promote themselves, you know, and say, that's it. We need, They've actually come out now and said, we would love to have a Japanese driver in the work. So imagine there's already uh, Alonso versus Iwasa or Alonso versus Sonoda or, uh, you know, whoever else uh, they could find be a part of the conversation. So interesting dynamics with Honda joining, I would say. Not bad. I love it. I love when something big like this happens. But, well, I hope you enjoyed this as well, folks. It's the first time we've done this one. So, again, if you have any feedback, please let us know what you think about this. A little bit haphazard, but we're trying to see if this can work out more often as well to supplement the Inside Line F1 podcast. So, thanks for listening. And let's hope we have some other fun news as well so that we can come back with more of these Twitter spaces. Thank you, folks. <laughs>